Hey, I'm Allie. And I'm Abdullah. And this is Talking Tank, a show where we personally review products that are pitched on the hit television show, Shark Tank. That's right. We are a real life couple. We love Shark Tank. And we often wonder, is this product as good or bad as it seems on the show? They say if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And boy, do we love the tank. Or as we sometimes call it for short, stank. Stank. So much easier than the full name Shark Tank. And that is what it's called in our house. For the last couple weeks, Allie has spearheaded the effort of gathering up a whole bunch of products from the previous season of Shark Tank. And we're going to be running them down, reviewing them one by one. For our first episode... We're going to be reviewing Pan's Mushroom Jerky from Season 12, Episode 6. How's that sound, Allie? Fantastic. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So Pan's Mushroom Jerky. Allie, tell us about the pitch. So... Uh, Pan's Mushroom Jerky, uh, if you're wondering why it's called Pan's, don't think too hard. It's literally the last name of the entrepreneur. Michael Pan. Michael Pan. He tried to trick the sharks by giving them his jerky and talk about how delicious it was, only to reveal that his jerky was made from mushrooms. The old, I can't believe it's not blank. That's right. Uh, this was made from shiitake mushrooms. Um, I will say that when he told the sharks how he got the idea, mm. he mentioned that he went home to Malaysia, uh, where his cousin, who's a vegetarian, had made this delicious jerky. And I do feel that he kind of skirted over the issue that he got the idea from his cousin and, like, his cousin's not part of this. Yeah, where's the cousin at in this? Was he offered any sort of part in this? You know, he could be a food scientist at the company, but I feel like he would have said that if he was. Listen, Michael Pan's cousin, if you're listening, hit us up. Hit us up, let us know, you know? Uh, you know, we want to tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> your side of this. He's like, I've been doing the Pan's Mushroom Jerky for, for decades, and my cousin Michael shows up and takes the idea. But anyway, it was definitely a hot item. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they tried it. Everyone clearly loved it. There was a lot of, you know, nods all around. Specifically, Lori and Damon, two of our favorite sharks. And, you know, with Lori, you can tell what she's probably gonna throw down for something. Yeah, she, likes she gets it that a, much. a sparkle in her eye. She really does. She gets yeah. excited. As Lori would say, I know when it's a zero and when it's a hero. She didn't say that this time, but, you know, just thought I'd have to throw in a Lori Grenier catchphrase. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like we said, this was one of those things where they didn't know what it was. And then so there was all this excitement when he revealed that it's a health food. I feel like anytime it's a food item and there is a health angle, it feels that much more investable to the yeah. sharks. It's like an yeah. alternative. Yeah, that's true. And also... um. I was going to point out something, uh, not necessarily specific to this pitch, but just to s specific to the last couple seasons of Shark Tank, mm -hmm. which is one of the things that we have uh, on the on the low discovered is that Damon John is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is like a stand-up level comedian. Like, I, I just like, so just, just keep an eye out for that. In this pitch, it kind of showed up, not as much as in others, but... Man, just what a, what a guy. Yeah, yeah. And we'll definitely be pointing out those moments more. In this one, I, I can't think of a specific joke that he made, but I did think it was pretty funny that when Lori and uh, 
the guy who we just called Tom's guy, who's the founder yeah, of Yeah, Blake, Tom's. I think is Blake, his name. His right. name is Blake, and he has a faux hawk, yeah, so, so you do the math. Yeah, he's just Tom's guy to us. Yeah. Uh, but that when they went in together, and basically the first offer that came on the table was a joint offer between mm-hmm. Lori and Tom's guy, you know, and they were like, we want to be partners, we want to get in at the ground floor, be co-founders, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you knew it was going to be just like a very, very expensive offer. Uh, Damon was like, I think you're going to ask for 20 each. 20 for you, 20 for you. And then they came in under that. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, I have a question. Yeah. When two sharks come in together, how much do you think they actually work together on the product if they end up getting the deal? So, you know, I think with the sharks, it's a matter of who in their personnel they motivate to do the thing. I feel like it's, you know, mm. yes, maybe they're on some of the phone calls and you know obviously when you see the updates it's them on zoom but it's probably a point person right right? and so it's like however dedicated that point person is to it i imagine is how much they're putting into it sure sure and i think that they do because if they didn't it would be all over the news it's a very public show right so i don't know Another thing that comes up in this pitch, which, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to know who gets the deal, now would be the time to to turn it down. But um, so Mark Cuban gets the deal, which brings up something for me, which is if Mark Cuban puts an offer out, it's very rare that he doesn't get picked. Yeah, absolutely. You can't out Cuban the Cuban. You cannot out Cuban the Cuban. This is your catchphrase, and I think it rings very true, uh, especially in this situation where Lori actually tried to out Cuban Cuban, and with her and Tom's guy's offer, she said, this is exploding, you have to tell us right now. And of course, Mark pops in and he's like, no, no, no. He puts his offer in and they argue about it. So meaning Lori's offer did not go away. No. Then she seemed a little desperate, which is the one thing that Mark never seems. Because she was like, I'll go down to 15. Yeah, she even undercut Mark and it didn't work. It didn't work. He would rather pay that extra 3% to get Mark. Look, I am the biggest Lori fan in the world. Truly, I love Lori. Not only is she my favorite chart. She's also the babest shark in my mind. But I would rather do a deal with Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is, yeah. It's it's tough to not go with the Cuban. Yeah, and he's very nonchalant also. In that situation, he was like, hey, look, you know, you want to do that? And he was even talking his shit up. Yeah. But he did it in a relaxed, nonchalant manner. I think that's why he did it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so anything else about the actual pitch you want to talk about? Uh... I don't think so. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So in the end, uh, Michael Payne went with Mark, uh, 18% for 300000 That's right. Now it's time for us to try Pan's Jerky. All righty. So we have all four flavors here. So we'll start with original. Okay. Classic. Okay. I will say during the presentation, I was excited to try, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention it did look like a pile of poo. It looks pretty gross. I mean, I guess all jerky is somewhat gross looking. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so just also think if you didn't know this was a mushroom, would you fall for if you would do Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. That's pretty good. That's actually very beefy. <laughs> it is very beefy. Mm-hmm. It is mushroomy though. Yeah. If you didn't like mushrooms, I don't think I would be like, oh, it doesn't taste like mushrooms. It just tastes like beef. But as someone who eats beef and mushrooms, I would I would fuck with this. Yeah. And I think the real, like, you know, sort of trick moment is when you peel it and start chewing it, it feels a lot like beef jerky. But then very quickly, 
after the sort of, you know, somewhat artificial flavor wears off, there's this unmistakable mushroomy, earthy flavor that you only find in mushrooms, right? Yes, yes, exactly. And I will say, as someone who, we're both carnivores, I would eat this. Like, yeah. even, like I don't always want to eat beef jerky. It's always, I mean, aside from the fact that I don't always want to be eating meat, mm-hmm. a lot of jerky is filled with tons of, like nasty ingredients anyway. Yeah. And these ingredients are very good. Mm-hmm. Like, I would buy this. You know what's interesting also though, I think is that- I mean, I did buy this. Yeah, you did. I mean, for the purpose of this, but <laughs> I think we're gonna eat it and maybe we'll get it again even. This stuff is pretty good. Um, You know the thing I noticed in here? So when I was younger, I remember, this is so random, but a, fr- a friend of mine in school in Thailand, his uncle or something started like a beef stick company, right? And the thing was that the little dehydrating do not eat packet. The silica gel? Yeah, the silica gel is apparently very expensive, right? And that's one of the reasons that beef jerky is like seven, eight, nine dollars a really? pound. Really? Is because that little thing is really expensive. Now this is like 25 years ago in Thailand. I don't know if the technology has changed and now it's a lot cheaper, but I'm noticing that this does have a dehydration packet in it. The fact that it's not meat does not free it of that necessity, right? It right. still needs the thing. And it's about the same price. This, it's about this the was same a, price. I think uh, we bought this on Thrive Market where yeah. it was slightly less than the retail price, but I think it still came out to 750 perhaps yeah. a bag, which is not cheap. 2.2 ounces. 62 grams that's not a lot of product and that's a little expensive but i will say we both live in a city in los angeles where a lot of the i mean you know before the pandemic a lot of our days you know you're driving around and if you get hungry and you just want to get a snack somewhere Mm -hmm. there aren't often great choices so if i was running into a bodega and i saw this I, i would get it i would get it again yeah, me too. I'm into it, and I might get it instead of actual jerky. All right, so Let's we just try did another original. flavor. That was original. Okay. Here's applewood barbecue. A really dumb joke I want to make would be, where's the beef? It's not here. <laughs> it's not here. I will laugh at all your jokes, no matter what. Ay, ay. So at this point, Allie tried to open the bag of jerky and a plastic strip just peeled off and the bag was still sealed. Honestly, that's a couple points off for Pan's jerky in that you peeled the, you know, pre-perforated thing off and it didn't open. Now, if you were in a car- That would be rough. That would be rough because you'd be struggling to open it. And this is one thing that, you know, in terms of the consumer experience, you need that to work. There's nothing more annoying than peeling off the Thing that you're supposed to peel off and still not being able to open the package without that's a pair true. of scissors. And that's what just happened, so. I gotta say, the ingredients are very good. It's just mushrooms, flavor, and oil. Yeah, so it, yeah, it doesn't look like there's a lot of preservatives. Oh, this one has more, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, barbecue. Okay, so let's bite in. Okay, this actually tastes more like jerky because it's trying to lean more into a traditional sort of beef It has more flavor. spices, so. You, it hides the mushroominess of it. I think that if you tried to trick someone, you could, and they wouldn't know this was beef. I mean, mushroom. If you tried to trick someone with this, I think, if I gave this to my parents and I told them it was beef jerky, they would believe me. Yeah, they probably would. Because this even, like, I mean, look, because I know this is mushroom, I'm looking at, like, a stem of a mushroom here, right? Oh, you think it's a stem. Yeah, well, some, there's some caps and some stems in there, but if I didn't know, the way it peels apart specifically. And so, you know, 
Michael Pan was saying he's originally from Malaysia. That's where this came from. This type of thing exists in Southeast Asia. In Thailand, there is like a, you know, pork floss almost. That's like a salted, mm -hmm. dried pork. Mm -hmm. There's like a beef jerky that's similar. I've heard of things like this in like Vietnamese culture. So it is a thing to sort of preserve and dry something with a, a ton of spices and then you get this. But I think the real victory is the texture. The texture? I mean, it literally looks like beef jerky. It does. Yeah. And just a really quick thing, you know how I said, I said before, if I gave this to my parents and I told them it was beef jerky, I think they'd believe it. They would and it would be a feat because my mom does not like mushrooms. And this reminds me mm. of a time when my mom made a big stink about, I don't like cilantro. It tastes like, yeah, I have that thing where it tastes like soap. Right. And so then I some like, percentage of the population. Yeah, but then I made her a salad it, yeah. with cilantro. And she was like, no, no, this is parsley, and it wasn't, so. Ah, so Wanda, you don't know what you like. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's go to the third flavor here. This is Zesty Thai. If I had to put money on it, I would say this might be your favorite. Yeah, well, let's see. Let's see. I, it's also the one I'm going to scrutinize the most. That's right. Abdul is a Thai food aficionado. Yeah, 13 years in country. That's right. Know. First decade plus of his life. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. How zesty. Okay. So this is very zesty. It's very lemony and has a coriander vibe mm. going, both of which are very Thai flavors. I think I thought it would be zestier. And also the zestiness wears off a little quick. When you're very like citrus forward, it fades away quicker and pretty soon you're chewing on like way less flavorful mushroom. So far I like the barbecue the best. Yeah, this one is good, but if it was on the shelf, I don't know if this is the first one I go for. But to me the over, arcing thing for me arching mm -hmm. is that this shit fucks this shit does fuck yeah i like it as the confucius once said mm -hmm. <laughs> this shit doth fuck yeah <laughs> confucius of course the shakespearean player, yes he said doth <laughs> <laughs> yep someone um. up there hates me <laughs> all right so not bad we have one more flavor so let's give it a whirl this is the salt and pepper a classic classic i will say when i go to get a kettle chip this is the flavor i always get yeah he's a barbecue chip guy i'm a salt and pepper chip gal yeah exactly uh but you know in terms of barbecue flavors in general like it's only in those chips. The KC Masterpiece Lay's barbecue chip. <laughs> That's the only one I really, really love. And I think it's more of a nostalgia thing. Oh, than I see. Oh, this one's like a little more moist. Yeah. Okay, salt and pepper doing a peel. Pretty good. Hmm. Trying to think if I had this one first. It's a little sweet. I'm gonna try this against the original. Okay, that's salt and pepper. I think that I, I'm tasting the pepper. I want more salt. Yeah, it's a little hmm. sweet. It's peppery, but it's kind of sweet. I think the original is better than the salt and pepper. I think the original might be the pick of the litter. I am like, this is filling. It actually is. I'm full. Which is surprising because these are vegetables. I mean, they sure, they have some nutritional value, some calories, but certainly not as much as meat would pack into the same size, right? Of course, not as much protein. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. In order to store beef jerky in the way that it's stored and sold, like you really have to put a lot of crap in it um you know it is meat yeah as a person who only recently switched from slim jims to chomps now nah, well to be fair i hadn't had slim jims in a long time but they are a long time addiction for me and then i recently switched to chomps and it's like you know made with much 
better ingredients, not as many preservatives. I really think it does make a difference. You feel like crap after you eat something mm -hmm. that's very preserved. So, I mean, this definitely scratches the jerky itch, right? Would you say? Yeah, I really like this. I would buy it again. Uh, Michael Pan, I would buy your product, not just for this podcast. Yeah, and um, Michael Pan's cousin, reach out if you're in need of <laughs> someone to tell your story because we know you're the OG when it comes to mushroom jerky. I think my favorite flavor, my order for me, my first favorite was barbecue, which I still have a piece of it in my mouth right now. I'm mm -hmm. very sorry. But for me, it goes barbecue, original, Thai, salt and pepper. What about you? I'm going to go original Thai barbecue salt and pepper. That's right. I did a switcheroo uh, in my short-term memory. The sort of kick, initial kick of the Thai mm. stood out a little bit. But I do think that the original is the best one. But yeah, not bad. Uh, you know, I, I wonder how this is doing. Let's do a real quick internet search. Yeah, here, I'm gonna look on my phone. I'll look on Thrive Market, see what what kind of reviews has it got. Yeah, let's see. So, it looks like a week ago, Veg Out Magazine included it on a list of 10 vegan jerky brands you need to try, so that's good press. Mm. Uh, and it seems like there's a lot of sort of, you know, Bon Appetit here. Uh, Zesty Thai, the most popular on Thrive Market. Interesting, interesting. It has good reviews. It has very good reviews. Wow, this jerky is so good. I wasn't expecting much, but wow, it was great. Surprisingly delicious. Am I allowed to swear in reviews? Because holy redacted. These redacted mushrooms are the redacted redacted. Oh my God, that person put so much effort into I that know. review it's it sort of bums me out a little i know should we invite them on <laughs> <laughs> yeah whoever wrote the review with all the Reach redacted out. curse words uh give us a fucking call you fucking fuck <laughs> i guess <laughs> let's see if they're on amazon they are on amazon how's it doing on amazon let's see uh visit the pan store okay um good 245 reviews three and a half stars. All right, and let's take a look at Michael Pan on LinkedIn, uh, just <laughs> as a little final thing to see how he's doing. Is he in the market for a job? Uh, you know, how, how's it going over there? So yeah, I mean, he's the founder of Pan's since January, 2016. That's five years and nine months of uh, supposed success. I mean, I would guess that you're doing well uh, when you roped Mark Cuban. So good job there. Um, let's see if we can find any photos of Mark Cuban with Michael Pan. Have they gotten past their, uh, you know, uh, business partner let's COVID see. jitters? Whoa, so bad, one bad Google review. What's it say? Uh, most traumatic food experience ever. What? Wow, most where to start? Well, the wait was several months, but I understand that I ordered with everyone else who saw the Mike Shark Tank, so I didn't really mind, and it isn't reflected in my rating because they kept me informed on the delivery status. Okay. I'm basing my rating on the horrible taste, texture, and overpowering smell of the product. I mean, OMG, I can't even begin to describe how nasty the taste was. The best I can say is that it was a traumatic experience for myself and my daughter. No. Okay, I Someone's don't even want to... child was traumatized? No, 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 please go on. Oh, boy, I don't want to give this person even more of a platform. Uh, they've just earned it with, with oh that last God. detail. The best I can... Uh, okay, um, the aftertaste was even worse, and it lingered on for what seemed like forever. Our first reaction was to immediately spit it out in the trash, and I couldn't even convince my husband to even try it, and he loves mushrooms, the same as me and my daughter. 
What a waste of money. I purchased the variety four pack and I guess I just have to chalk this up as a loss of money and appetite. Not even sure if they do refunds. Ugh, the sharks really had people thinking that this product was good and tasted good. Newsflash, it does not. Sharon Sabs. Wow, Sharon Sabs. So first off, I think I'd like to extend our customary invitation to you <laughs> to come and uh, chat with us on Talking Tank because it sounds like you have some strong feelings about something that was, in your view, misrepresented on Shark Tank. Uh, clearly, you are quite alone in this uh, because a lot of the reviews are very good. Obviously, you know, I've seen the sharks disagree on things, you know what I mean? But but in this situation, it seemed like everybody was really into it. I didn't trust that. Look, I, I'm not saying that they represent my tastes collectively or anything. Uh, but I believed it, and I do believe the product's pretty good. I do, too. It, it's interesting to me that this person, like, found it so reprehensible that they spat it and out. And apparently she likes mushrooms. Apparently the husband likes mushrooms. He wouldn't even try it. They're selling them at Urban Outfitters now, too. So these things are catching on. They might be in Starbucks. I don't think I've seen these in a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it, there's no guarantees on. That's what was being thrown around in the pitch. They were like, we'll get you in the Starbucks. Um, but either way, Sharon Saps. Hit us up. Yeah, a, a true Sab story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but sounds yeah. like she took a sab in the dark <laughs> <laughs> with this product, with the best information possible, and uh, it's wild to me. I also, you know, something makes me uh, wonder how old the daughter is, and potentially mm. if the daughter is merely mimicking the behavior of the mother. Maybe Whoa. the mother chews it, and like you know, the child is looking for like a, a affirmative response about it to you know. I'm not a child psychologist professionally. It's merely a hobby yeah, for me. Of course. Um, but yeah, you know, it just seems like maybe the child was following her lead. And then the husband sees that and she goes, my husband didn't even want to try it. And I'm like, lady, you're spitting it into the trash can and screaming all over the house and, you know, your child's spitting in it. Of course your husband's not going to try that. You did not give it a good, you know, positive depth. The whole thing sounds so dramatic. It does. Bad reviews usually are. Yeah, that's true. Have that, you ever written a like a a food review online? I've written Yelp reviews that are unflattering. Do you ever write do you write them ever if they're good or just bad? I have only ever written either five star reviews or one star yeah, reviews yeah, on yeah, Yelp. Yeah, I, I'm an extreme person like that. You know, if a place upsets me, like I don't even have to bring up a restaurant called Five Leaves, uh, which whether we're talking the New York one or the short-lived LA one, it's one of the worst restaurant experiences I ever had. I gave them one star. On yeah, them. I said fair. some mean things about them. Yeah, that's fair. How about you? I'm so non-confrontational. Even um, in reviews behind the Here's the, the thing. I think I have written a few five-star reviews, but if I'm going to be honest, usually that was tied to like getting a discount. Oh, yeah, so I, it works. I can be bought. Um, I have not written a one-star review. I think for me it's like, I don't know if it was like working in restaurants or something. I just feel bad. I'm like, oh, somebody, it's not the restaurant's fault that this waiter was bad. Or you never know someone, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm too soft. Yeah, sure. I mean, look, maybe I'm too hard, but to me, the waiter is in a lot of ways the ambassador yeah, of the, the restaurant. Face. You're right. That's what I'm dealing with, right? So the waiter had better be chill. Uh, you know, I, I, I was rereading an old Adventures in Pork not too long ago, 
And in it, I talked about this diner in South Philly called Morning Glory, where I never went because the one waiter was very rude. Wow. And I was like, the thing. And I was like, I can't deal with it. And I know that you and I agree that when you're ranking food, ambiance, and service, that, of course, it goes food and then service and then ambiance is the least important. Yeah, we were asked this recently, and we both had the same order. But that just right. goes to show that you and I would rather eat at a shithole-looking place with great food than a great-looking place with kind of shitty food. Yeah. Because we don't care about the CNB scene. We just want to, like... Eat good food. I love, like, to me, there's, like, a sport in finding the best food in the most random place. Yeah, absolutely. Ambiance matters almost not at all to me. I'm like, if the food is not good, then I don't give a shit what the ambiance yeah. is, right? Yeah, of course. And the service is just the overall experience. I am definitely irked by rude wait staff. I mean, of course. You know, we've experienced that at shitty places and nice places. And, and it's always bad. Uh, but the food is the most egregious thing. Uh, but anyway, I don't know how we got here, but Sharon Sabs. Hit us up. Let's just hang out and have coffee. You know what I mean? I don't know. Sharon might be a Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fantastic. All right, guys. I think that wraps it up. We like Pan's... uh, Sorry, I almost said Pan's Labyrinth. We like Pan's Mushroom Jerky. Maybe you will, too. Who knows? All this is very subjective, but it's two thumbs up from us. Two thumbs up or four thumbs up, whatever it is. We haven't developed our rating system yet. What should it be? Wait, should we pick something? I don't know. Uh, Should it be like shark shark fins? fins. (laughs) Whoa, jinx! (laughs) Two shark fins from us. Two shark fins up from us. uh, And we do also like Pan's Labyrinth. Frankly, it's a little dark for me to rewatch, but it's a very moving film. I don't remember it very well. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay cool. So right. that, that's it for Pants Mushroom Jerky. Uh, and okay, dope. Bye-bye. Bye. Bow, 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 b